I'm very well. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Right, we are back, Hello. and up for your delights this month, we have the whole steady Teeth Dreams, we have Hooray for the Riff Raff, Small Town Heroes, Liars, Mess, Baby Metal, Baby Metal, uh, and we have <laughs> The Amazing Snake Heads, Amphetamine <laughs> Ballads, yeah. and finally, EMA or Emma, The Future's Void. Yeah. Uh, so we will start off by uh, the return of uh, a band uh, we both quite like, and indeed the title track of their previous album was our favourite track of that particular year. In fact, it was probably an anthem for the entire podcast. Indeed. Yes. Uh, so the whole steady and teeth dreams. Their sixth studio album. Sixth. Yes. Wow. Um, shall I? Yes. Shall I? Shall I? Okay. Um, I've got to stop calling it with teeth for a start. It's teeth dreams. <laughs> that would be an interesting. The first of many nin references. Um, I, I, I this album is a oh god, it's so effing cliche. It's a real return to form in my <laughs> mind. Um, I actually think this is probably their, my my second favourite album of theirs ever. Oh yeah. Um, and let's not get into that. But I, I found that this album was an absolute joy to listen to. It. I have to admit, first listen. It took me a while to get back into the whole steady groove set. Yep. Um, but actually, second, third, fourth listen, uh, it was just an absolute pleasure to listen to this album. It, it's everything you expect from the hold steady and more. Ooh. I'm going with the cliches this time, if I don't every other <laughs> blooming time. Um, it, so does that mean there's going to be a solid album in this podcast somewhere? There might be. I haven't done one of those for a while. Um, it, 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 just, it just brings it all back as to why this is such a, a great band and, and, and a great sound. And... I, it's not to say that they wavered in recent years. I mean, you mentioned the previous album, but yeah. from that one song, which has really stuck in my mind, I have to admit the the quality album is sinking. I haven't listened to it recently, but it sort of wavered. If yeah, I mean, I, listen, I did listen to it again recently. It's still a good, still a good record, but they yeah. were tr- they were they were obviously trying to do more. Or they were trying to branch out a yeah. bit more in that album, that's, whereas yeah, this tight album they seem to have come back to they've come back watched. to their roots. Yeah, you know, um, and it's all there. The uh, the opening. Um, the, you know the, the 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 bright lights and the beer and the barroom brawls and the dancing and the girls and the boys and and yep. and, and, and just the roller coaster of one pissed up followed by hungover. Good morning, America. It's just it's just all there. This album is is the whole steady. Um, so you're going to ask me now what tracks I like? <laughs> well, no. Uh, well, but yeah, feel free. Um, obviously, the opening couple of tracks. Um, were very strong. It has a very strong opening. It does indeed. This yeah. album, um, uh, the first t- first two tracks. I hope this whole thing didn't frighten you. And spinners, uh, you got to get yourself out there. Um, yeah, a real sing along quality. It's a big city. There's a lot of love. Yeah, it's a big city. There's a lot of love. Um, and you know, even the bad nights aren't terrible. You know, it's just it's just classic. A classic old city with a big sing along chorus at the end. You know, the big. The even bad nights on terrible. Yeah, yeah, all of that. It's all. It's all there. Touching on, on you know, other other tracks of the past that we've liked, um, and and it does branch out the further further into the album. I think the last few tracks in particular, it starts to push push the boundaries yeah. of the previous album, um, and of course we finish with a couple of quiet ones at the end as well, which are sort of a, more of a reflective, very much so. Yeah, reflective tone. Indeed. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's it's. I think it's a great album. What, what about you? 
I'm, I'm the same, yeah. It's, it's, and similarly as well, first, 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 list, first listen, I was partly disappointed first, first listen. The, the first two tracks grab you straight away. Yeah. The rest of the album was kind of, hmm, not sure, yeah, not sure. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but then, as you say, then after a couple more listens, you are back in that kind of South Minneapolis world of Craig Finns mm. with the music, the bars, the drogues, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And musically, you're also back with the kind of ACDC, Thin Lizzy type kind of 70s, 70s rock and also hints actually of uh, drive, drive by Truckers yeah. you know, that, yes. that, that, kind of, that kind of like particularly that southern kind of thing particularly on tracks like uh, Wait A While I could quite easily see Wait A While being a Drive By Truckers song yeah. um, which and I think that all kind of blends well with kind of Finn's kind of esoteric kind of almost Springsteen-esque yes. storytelling yes. style and his jittery staccato-y vocal delivery kind of thing um, like you I think, I think the album starts off Starts off really good. I really, really like Spinners, um, and particularly like the kind of pre-echoed start to the guitar solo in it. When you can like hear the guitar solo starting before the guitar solo starts, um, on with the business. I, I think it's a really great song. I particularly like the I said a couple of things that probably weren't technically true line in it, yes. which is uh, a great line. Yeah. Um, I will. I have to criticise the Oaks at the end slightly since I've previously given several artists including Elbow a hard time for <laughs> over indulgently long songs and this goes on for nine, <laughs> nine, nine does, minutes yeah. to be fair three and a half minutes of that is kind of an instrumental outro but it yeah. still goes on for nine, nine minutes yeah. um, the only thing I think lets the album down slightly for me is actually the production which was done by um, the guy's name I've forgotten um, Nick Raskulinitz who right. has previously done Foo Fighters Rush Evanescence Marilyn Manson people uh-huh. like that um and whilst I think it does sound good and sounds big, I think it's very focused on the guitars and Finn's vocal and the kind of drums and bass do tend to get a bit lost in the mix. Yes. Um, but that's a kind of minor quibble with um, what I think is also, it's certainly their best record since um, Boys and Girls in America. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So? It reminds you why they're a great band. Yes. And I kind of don't really care if they do well over here anymore. Because <laughs> that used to be the always thing that bugged me about them. I don't care anymore. They're just a great band. They are. Yeah. And hopefully we get to see them live again at some point this year. Yeah. Um, next up is a, al- a fifth album, unbelievably, by a band called Hooray for the Riff Raff, Small Town Heroes. Uh, this is one of those great ones because if you kind of read that kind of um, band name, even as I did, first of all, you're probably thinking there's some kind of, you know, English quirky <laughs> indie band or something like that. Yeah. And actually, it turns out they're not that at all. They're a kind of country, folk, bluesy yeah. kind of outfit from um, America. It's very, and it's very much American roots music. It's uh, that country blues vein, but tinged with hints of kind of traditional Woody Guthrie type US folk. Some Springsteen, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and even bizarrely some '60s soul. Mm. Um, so you've got kind of t- traditional kind of country tracks like uh, "I Know It's Wrong," which could almost be a kind of Hank Williams type, you know, country song. Very much, you know, country and western, yeah, as was. Um, and then you've got "End of the Line" with its brash harmonica, which is very Springsteen-esque. Yeah. And then, like I said, you've got weird tracks like uh, No One Else, which has you kind of harking back to tracks like On the Boardwalk and kind of uh, Wonderful World, mm-hmm. that kind of whole kind of uh, 60s, 60s, 70s soul thing. Soul, yeah. And it's, it's not a great record, 
but there's enough on it that I think makes it worth worth, worth a listen. From the op- opener track, which actually reminded me a bit of Abigail Washburn, uh, with the kind of banjo and fiddle going on. Yeah. Um, I can't remember oh, the track yes. now. Uh, Blue Ridge Mountain. Blue Ridge Mountain. Yeah. Not the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. <laughs> Not that one. Uh, and I also really love um, the song "Good Time Blues," which is a slow brooding blues track funnily enough with nice brush drums and it's just very mellow and laid back and it's kind of her the kind of warmth of her voice um, kind of carries the song really well um, so I like I like this record like I said not, not not a brilliant record but enough on it that made me glad that we reviewed it good it's yep. a solid album <laughs> bing <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it, it's, it's a nice I've written in, in my comments here I've just written nice <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, it, it, it's a, it's a good, it's a good blues and country record, um, touching on some of the things that we've liked over the last couple of years around, around proper bluegrass, banjo led um, instrumentals with a really nice, nice, sorry, a really warm um, female vocalist over, over the top. Yeah, uh, and, and and again, some really you know quality storytelling in the lyrics as well. Um, without harping on the sometimes it's hard to be a woman cliches um, but it, it sort of evokes uh, an experienced um, songwriting storytelling thing thing um, um, you know in, in, in the songs um, so yeah and a, a nice relaxing record not one of my favourites of the podcast yeah. in that I think we've listened to a lot of this sort of stuff we have recently yeah, in recent times um, for the first one we've had for a while actually but but um, you know a nice a nice solid album if you like all of those all of those things we just mentioned hmm yes uh, so changing musical style yet again next up we have yeah, Liars with this podcast it's all over the place yeah. as well we have Liars and yeah. this is actually their seventh album good grief um, good lord uh, it's called Mess yeah. and yeah, it, this is, uh, like I said, this is very different. Yes. <laughs> How different, Pete? <laughs> and now, in the same note where I've written, nice. <laughs> Above that, next to Liar's Mess, I've written, fascinating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I Welcome really... to Dictionary Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's the Thor- thesaurus. I actually really enjoyed this record. I thought you might, actually. Uh, it surprised me, because, again, first listen... I've, I thought, what on earth is going on here? I mean, that opening track. I, I can smell your pants. <laughs> I want your face. I want to eat your face. I'll eat your face. Eat my face. <laughs> and you think, yes, mask maker. It's a, it's a catchy opening tune. It's a catchy tune. opening tune. You think, what is going on here? Um, I, I think, again, it's very experimental. Yeah. But with a real appreciation of, of um, modern house and dance music broadly but house music in particular um, I like to think I'm sort of thinking how, who can I compare this to um, it's kind of like had Ministry been 20 years younger and oh had, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah had they had they had they come together after the um, the, um, the the house revolution of the late 80s and 90s um, this is probably what they'd sound like yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's that there's that industrial stuff in there. There is that industrial stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely the industrial stuff in there. There's, there's, there's hints of Yaysayer in there yeah, as well, musically. Of, kind of the weirder weirder stuff that Yaysayer do exactly. Um, 
and uh, but it's uh, just a, a really interesting album to listen to um, you don't know if one minute it's a rock album and the next minute it's, it's complete, completely a left field left field um, you know it, it's it's, a, it's got some really interesting tracks on too so it's not just all weirdness I mean there's some quite catchy stuff like Mess on a Mission yes which is a single yeah which is the single um, pro, you know the Electro Clash scene of about 10 years ago which sort of fizzled out and died um, it, you know this, if this was a continuation of that, that that would fit right in there um, and there's a few really interesting instrumentals as well Boyzone intriguingly <laughs> yeah Ronan's um, not on it. You know, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, and pro anti anti. Pro anti anti. I really like pro anti anti. I really like pro anti anti. Um, and it, fe- it finishes with left speaker blown. Yeah, which I also like. It's a kind of slow drawl yeah, electro very slow draw. with mur- with almost murmured, almost kind of yeah. incomprehensible yeah. vocal sound. It's a real soundscape. Um, so as I say, fascinating. Yeah, I I, I agree. It is fast fascinating. Uh, it is. Um, I'm just trying to think. It's it might actually be my least favourite of, of 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 the of the podcast. I'm not sure, oh. though. <laughs> but that's not, not because for me. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm not sure. I keep changing my mind. Actually, what, what favourite the podcast is. Um, yeah, I, I, I pretty much agree with it. It's it, it is it is a genuinely fascinating album. It, it kind of ticks the box if you're into kind of um, good quirky instrumental. Stu- electro instrumental stuff, ah. you know. As, even if you want to go as, as left beyond as left beyond or um, Aphex Twin or something like that, yes. it's, it's more more <laughs> le- le- less twiddly yeah. than Aphex Twin. It's more focused. Yes, but so it's an image more focused thing. Yeah. Uh, and even some of Moby's um, earlier stuff. Uh, but then you've got some proper songs in there as well, as you said, "Mess on the Mission," "Facts of Facts," and "Fiction's Fiction." Um, and the video for that is quite funny as well it has them going backwards upstairs in various different places it's, right. it's very very odd okay um, as odd as the song really uh, I agree Pro Anti Anti is another one of the, the uh, really good tunes on it um, and uh, Dress Walker I like as well um, yeah it's, it, it's, it's fascinating yes I always like an album that feels like it's been recorded in one take as well mm. the point I'm going to come back to later um, but certainly the only tracks you've got Mass Maker goes straight into Vox turned yes. ED and, and and it just sort of drag, takes you so so after the initial weirdness just before you hit the stop I'm not listening to this button um, it sort of brings you in brings you into its own weird world I know but unfortunately then it goes into I'm No Gold which is I think is one of the worst that's one of the weaker tracks, tracks yeah. to be fair, to be fair. Uh, so having left fascinating yes oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just move on to plain bonkers. I didn't have a word for this. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is baby metal and baby metal. Yeah. Uh, and this band was. Please uh, tell me more about this band. Yeah, was initially formed <laughs> Why are we from, from a a a J-pop band. Right. Uh, okay. J- Japanese J-pop band yeah. called Sakura Gorkin. Um, which the idea of J-pop is you you get kind of prepubescent schoolgirls singing kind of S Club Juniors um, but <laughs> Japanese style yeah um, so anyway in apparently last year one, one of the band was going to get too old to be in it and they came across this wheeze to um, merge J-pop and metal <laughs> particular thrash metal uh, yeah particularly thrash, me- thrash metal because obviously that's what the world had been missing yep. but to be fair there's a, there's a big heavy metal 
seed in Japan, mm-hmm. as well as what's this. So you know, so um, the the artists, uh, two fourteen year olds, one sixteen year old, uh, Suzuka uh, Nakamoto, Moa Kikuchi, and Yui Mizuno. That's what they were originally called. And they're called Su Metal, Mo Metal, U Metal. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better actually, because half the, the song the songs are written by Nori Metal, right. MK Metal, uh, Naka Metal, <laughs> Subo Metal, <laughs> Black Baby Metal. Uh, so as you might guess, listeners, um, yeah, this album is bonkers. Um, <laughs> Originally, a, a group of singles, essentially, and so they've put it together to create an album. So, a bit like the Beatles, really. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Someone had to say it, Pete. <laughs> but I'll start off with the bad. Go on. <laughs> it is 13 tracks. Uh, this is, means that it's, uh, it comes in at almost an hour, which means this is a long record. And because it's long, it does get rather monotonous in places. <laughs> However, I have to I have to say, when it's at its best, <laughs> it is a rare, odd treat. Yes. What I mean by that is, songs like uh, Megatsun, which perfectly combines kind of Japanese koto, electro pop, and heavy metal, yeah. with a chorus that I think Paramore or a band such as them would be proud of. Uh-huh. Uh, you've got Doki Doki Morning, which combines kind of heavy metal. And basically, like I said, S Club Seven yeah. on on helium in the chorus. <laughs> Catch me if you can, which which I really like, which is good fun, and like the f- opening track, which is pure out kind of thrash, uh-huh. has guest may on growling backing vocals, <laughs> and headbangers towards the end, which I think is just actually a, a quite straight rock track, which I actually yes. quite actually quite like. Yeah, it pro- finishes with a proper rock track. Yeah, yeah. However, it has to be said. There are other couple of, couple of moments when you just um, bizarre doesn't even come close to describing a couple of the songs. So line, I think particularly, um, which manages to flip between thrash metal, S Club, and some strange kind of West Coast rap hip hop thing in the middle of it, <laughs> which is just one of the weirdest things that I've heard in recent times. The only thing weirder is perhaps the kind of faux reggae on uh, song four. Reggae. I was going to mention the faux reggae on song four, which is also <laughs> it's just yeah. dropped in there. Yeah, just very the, very odd. Yeah. Just the monotony of the album is trying to get to me. They drop in this faux reggae beat. But for me, the highlight the highlight of the album is the most pitch perfect piss take of Blue Biscuit I have ever heard. <laughs> On a Darai Dasukusen is just Limp Biscuit with better lyrics <laughs> and without Fred, D- Fred Durnt singing. Genius. Genius. So actually, for me, I actually quite like at least half of this album. Yeah. It's bonkers, too long, <laughs> but sounds better than it sounds. It sounds better than it sounds on paper. Yes. I just haven't decided which half I like. <laughs> where that half is. I, I've got. I've got nothing to add to that. <laughs> Um, in addition to the... Um, Except you're looking forward to their White Album. I'm looking forward to the White Album. <laughs> the, in addition to the um, the, um, the sideways reggae that's <laughs> dropped in there, um, did you did you, did you you spot the dubstep as well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, the track that follows, song for Uki Uki Midnight, 
Yeah. So pro some proper dubstep. Uh, and Catch Me If You Can, which immediately follows that, there's some proper drum and bass as well. There is some proper drum and bass, Catch Me If You Can. And I was like halfway through the album, they thought, oh, we need to spice this up. <laughs> Just sort of pick, yeah. pick the box. Of Let's like, leave no genre unturned. No genre <laughs> is left unturned by this album. There is literally something for everyone. But let's get to the key. When it thrashes, it thrashes. It does. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 It's not pretend yes. thrashing. It's real thrashing. This is real. A real thrash album, folks. Good. <clears throat> so moving swiftly on. That was so enjoyable. Uh, moving, <laughs> move, moving uh, from Japan uh, to deepest, darkest Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> and the debut album by a band called the Amazing Snakeheads. Yeah. And Vitamine Ballads. So. How did you feel about my uh, fellow city men? Yeah, I, I like again an album, an album that takes more than one listen. Seems to be absolutely, absolutely. Yes, uh, but again, and I mentioned this a few moments ago. The um, the idea of of having an album taken in one take or sat watching a band perform an album live really comes across again on on this particular record. It, I don't know if you picked this up. It's it sort of each track sort of fed into the next fed into the next fed into yeah. the next and and you what you got was a guttural story of creatures of night i can imagine this band that's sort of look a bit lank and they've got long hair and they look like they called it with a decent meal and two weeks in ibiza just to yeah. get some sun yeah so i, 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 I wrote down visceral so you said visceral. Visceral. So same, same, same yeah, guttural on the visceral. same thing yeah yeah and you can imagine you know they only come out at night um from from the from the, the songs that they're singing and the and the, the, the approach to the, the, the songs that they're singing it, it's a brilliant album in, in that respect it's a, it's a really interesting rock album actually it is it, it sort of goes all, sort of completely avoids all the all the, the, the modern cliches of you know oh well it's, it's got it's an indie album or it's a it's a post Coldplay album now this is a real a real rock album but but again could have been accidentally recorded at any time over the last 40 years yeah, well, I, mean, I, I thought there were obviously hints of early Nick Cave and yeah. Bad Seeds kind yes. of thing, thing in there, and um, if anyone remembers John Spencer Blues Explosion as mm -hmm. well, there's, a, there's elements of that kind Absolutely. of sound going on as well. As, as well. Mm. But there aren't many people doing that kind of no, no thing at the moment, really. Even Nick Cave sort of turned his back on it. So, so this it was a really, ref really refreshing album to listen to, um, and and as I say. If they if they rocked up in town and performed this album live, track by track, you, you'd be in for a treat. Yeah, I think they'd be. <coughs> I agree. I think they would be interesting to see to see live because yeah. um, it's it is. I mean, I I I look. It, kind of, it starts with a fucking gong for God's sake. Yeah, what about that? You're basically imagining the, the guy from the rank cinema thing hitting the kind of th yeah. thing, and then you get this guitar come in, yeah, which then suddenly fades away, fades away, and then. This kind of pounding kind of bass bass line with the drums kind of slowly comes in, and then you know I think it's safe to say that frontman Dion Barkley hasn't won many singing competitions in his time. Um, Doesn't matter. He comes in and <laughs> and screams for all his worth. Yeah, and in Glaswegian for them, and then you get the, and and it is just it was talking about visceral. You know you got she's more fucking beautiful than any woman I've met, and she fucking knows it. <laughs> it's the kind of way he says it. It's just, it's just great. Um, and el el elsewhere, you've got 
you know the song uh, Here It Comes Again which is um, mm. dare I say it almost catchy mm -hmm. um, yeah. where basically the only lyrics are him saying yeah. Here It Comes Again yeah. but it actually doesn't feel like that it actually works really really well yeah. anyway, uh, Where Is My Knife is another one I really liked because I think it's got a wonderful guitar riff running through the middle of it uh, although perhaps the uh, equate, equating knife and penis thing might, imagery might not be everyone's cup of tea um, and um, but then you also get what's essentially a jazz tune every, every guy wants to be her baby it could be a Beatles song with a tie like that yeah <laughs> but it's kind of very, I mean jazz tune in a very kind of baby Bowie-esque 70s yeah. kind, of, kind, of, kind of way with you know sax to the fore and stuff but it's yeah. very chill laid out and until you get that burst of guitar halfway through that kind mm. of kind of beefs it beefs it, it up sort of takes towards off. the end yeah um, but yeah it's it's just as you say it's a band who you kind of think would be interesting to see live yes he's uh, Scott's just left me <laughs> he's gone technical issues are we still there yes okay oh, good <laughs> you know unfortunately the uh the uh, engineer kind of left in a huff. <laughs> We're leaving in a minute and a huff. Ba boom! <laughs> Thank you, great show. Thank you, great show, Marks. Thank you. So we will end with the third <laughs> album from Emma, uh, E M A, The Future's Void, yeah. um, so-called because her name is Erica M Anderson. Okay. And this is know. she's American right she is American yeah. yes yes she's uh, I'm not sure where South Dakota South Dakota and funny enough, because because you kind of mentioned this at the start of the pod, pod, podcast I already kind of know you feel you, you, what's you going to say there's definitely a <laughs> yes there's definitely a, a, hint, a hint of Depeche Mode Nine Inch Nails and PJ Harvey kind of yeah overseeing the palette of this record yes yes there is a palette uh, I like it yes and I mean, in a, in a good way. It's different well. stages of Nin. Have you noticed throughout yeah. the podcast? It's yeah. Different phases. <laughs> and because of that it's 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 a, it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting record. Uh, uh, I mean that you've got. Um, I mean, there are. I mean, I mean, songs like Smolder and Cthulhu and stuff that you can imagine kind of mm. Depeche Mode and Nin actually doing. Frankly, Cthulhu was very much a Depeche Mode track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, particularly like the use of the scream distortion on the on the vocals on the, the on Smolder, yeah, uh, really really effective. Um, I also like like uh, her use of li lyrics. The whole album seems to be. I mean, um, she's obviously been very keen on um, William Gibson, novelist William Gibson, and his cyberpunk no novel New Romancer, which well the tracks on it's called New Romancer, which is also very kind of combination between P J Harvey and Nin. Um, and she managed to have a good dig at social media, yeah. particularly kind of um, selfies, selfies yeah. in that, which I really, really, really like. There's a great line of, uh, you know you've got one too, and it knows more than you do about the things that you do, which I mm. thought was quite a mm. good way of putting it. And also, again, on uh, Three Jane, which is a kind of more atmospheric ballad, there's this line, feeling like I blew my soul out across the interwebs and streams, it was a million pieces of silver, and I watched them gleam. It left a hole so big inside me, and I get terrified that I will never get it back to me. I guess it's just a modern disease. Yeah. Which again is kind of, you know, about the whole sh sharing nature of I the internet. Everyone there. wanting to share everything. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm, what guilty, we're doing right now. I'm guilty of myself. <laughs> yes. um, 
elsewhere I read that the opening track um, So Blonde uh, actually reminded me of the band Concrete Blonde who were around uh, um, 80s early, early 90s um, by a woman called Johnette Napolitino I think um, and When She Comes which is a kind of acoustic tune which I thought was kind of reminiscent of the kind of uh, thing that kind of Courtney Love right yes yes um, so uh, again, like like all the albums for we've done this, it's, it's one that is definitely a gr- it's a record that's definitely a grower. Yeah. And um, there are there's when it's good, it's it's good and genuinely genuinely interesting. And I think she's certainly an artist that's worth following. Yeah. The um, I, I would add um, again with the social the, the digs at social media throughout this, uh, the closing track, Dead Celebrity. Um, which which was Lana Del Rey in its approach. Yes, Did you yeah, 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 yeah. Um, very much like like a couple of tracks off her album, musically. So in, in in many ways, very different to what preceded it. In yeah. terms of it was certainly a bit more poppy. Very poppy. Yeah. So, yeah. Whereas everything else had sort of been a bit dark. Had been well, quite a bit, quite a lot dark actually, and brooding. Um, this was very good. Satellites as well. It's quite funny that I think it's very poppy called Dead Celebrity, mind you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so a lot. Again, and, and this has been a theme with this podcast. A lot of thought lyrically in, into 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 what in what into what she wants to convey um, in each of the songs, and um, and musically very interesting. My only well, you know, thing on on this one would be um, I wasn't so keen on the production of this as I was on some of the others. Mm. Um, um, we've kind of covered uh, dark brooding electronica twice on this podcast. We have, and 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 comparing this to to liars would be unfair. Uh, but it, it, you know, I've made the comparison. Go on, it's, do it's it anyway. I've, done, I've just done it. It's too late. Um, so it it, it 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 didn't do that quite as well. But I felt again. It's a second, third album. Third album. Third album. Well, the Penalty Review has been saying second, yeah. second, second, second album, album. Second yeah. album. But I think they've I think been over. A, they've been overlooking an album released in 2010. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So one to watch. Indeed. So album of podcast. Um. Oh, this is tricky. I'm gonna go with the whole study. So am I, but with my runner-up being uh, Amazing Snakeheads. Okay, my runner-up is gonna be Liars Mess. You heard it here, people. Yeah, you did. Till next time. Yeah. You've been listening to the CTTV Music Podcast.